Tommy Two Stars. Two Growl Stars. Two Growls. <laughs> <laughs> and together we're the, the Deep Fried Geeks. Geeks. Our weekly podcast talk about food, comics, TV shows, and general geek news. Pow! And Marvel movies. And Marvel stuff. <laughs> Infinity stuff. War. Hey, Tommy. Machines. How you doing? Good. All right. So if you're that would be a good movie. What would be a good to movie? make? Give War Machine the Infinity Gauntlet, then he'd be the Infinity War Machine. Oh, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. And then he could. Getting jo- uh, revenge for Being on paralyzed. vision for paralyzing. Yeah, him. that that robotic jerk. Just because he was in love with Scarlet Witch. That's what it was, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Scarlet Witch's fault. Yeah. Um. So if you're just joining us today, well, I guess you would be just joining. So maybe you just only downloaded this episode. Who knows? We're glad you're listening. <laughs> it's uh. Our weekly stop on the road to Infinity War. So we released two podcasts this week. One was our commentary track for uh, uh, Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Uh, You can check that out. That would have been uh, uploaded already. And now you are listening to our review track for Iron Man 3. Yes. As we continue down, we're getting reviewing ourselves with these movies. Ones that we're not as familiar with, but going through them and watching them again. Yeah, so... Uh, Remembering the good old and the bad old one times. One movie a week from the beginning of January all the way from Infinity for Infinity, all the way to Infinity War. And some of these movies I've only seen once. And this is one of the only movies... This, this is one, one of the movies I've only seen This once. one I can see why you only saw once. <laughs> it is definitely the bottom of my list right now. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. You were defending it pretty hardcore. I'm just trying to say how it ties into them, but it's still not my favorite. There's a lot of things that that cut me deep, and those wounds have not healed yet. (laughs) Uh, For me, watching this movie over again, uh, the thing that I am impressed by is how it was able to make me just as angry the second (laughs) time that I saw it. As I was the first time. I still don't know how that does the movie justice, but whatever. (laughs) Congratulations. Um, You see, even watching the title track right now over and over again is making me angry. (laughs) Because from the movie. Um, I think because for me, this movie's a lot like some other movies that get ruined in kind of the second and third act. Like, an example for me is Spider Man 3. Like, if you watch Spider Man 3. Spider-Man 3 is a pretty darn good movie. Yeah. Um, up until... Venom part. In, until he starts the whole emo Peter Parker yeah. thing. And then he loses the suit. Even if you do the emo Peter Parker thing, and you still and you end that movie with him uh, dropping the suit at the well, they, should, they shouldn't necessarily the ended it there. They should have just had Venom disappear, and then he finishes the movie by feeding... Him and, and uh, Norman, not Norman, what's yeah. his name? Uh, James Franco, whatever, his character. Yeah, I, I Hobgoblin. Feel, no, Green Goblin. Well, he he's the Hobgoblin. No, Hobgoblin was some other imitator who wanted to be the Green Goblin. Norman Osborn and then Harry Osborn, that's his name. They're both green. Harry was, was okay. Well, well, the point I'm getting at So is that they have them team up, they beat Sandman, boom, end of movie, no Venom. That would have been a great ending to the movie. Yeah, so so you stop Venom's storyline when Venom drops on Yeah, and then Eddie they Brock. could have 
continued right. it on some other if, time. And if you just kind of do that, or if you just cut that movie off when Venom drops on him, like if, because that, that's when the movie gets awful. And my point is here, is this movie gets awful as soon as you find out the Mandarin isn't there. Yeah, these movies are so long that it's hard to keep the, the coherent story good the whole time. But when yeah. you drop a bomb like that, that the Mandarin's fake, ugh. It just... And so, I, I know, there's some people who probably don't know who the Mandarin is, so it wasn't as a deep of a blow. Yeah. Alright, so nutshell, Mandarin, big Iron Man bad guy, has rings of power, torments Iron Man all the time. But Arguably... Probably one of his biggest villains. One, if not his biggest villain. Yeah. Um, he fights him a lot. And so, in, it's just frustrating to see the potential and how badass Ben Kinsley was as I When he did the Mandarin, Mandarin itself, was just intimidating and, and scary. Yeah. It was perfect. So well, We didn't see it coming. <laughs> That's funny. That's a good point. So, really, kind of usually how we break down our reviews is... Uh, First, we start with the things we didn't like, which we kind of just jumped into that already, <laughs> right? It's not going to be, it's going to be the longest part <laughs> of, this, of this review. I actually have a whole list of notes. Yeah, he, he's writing, uh. taking notes the whole time. So anytime you hear like a random click, click, that's him writing down something bad. Really at the beginning of the movie for me, um, the whole storyline was a little loose. Like with mm-hmm. the Mandarin, and they never really kind of explain... The terrorist attacks. Yeah. Like, I know we weren't really paying attention. We were doing the commentary track. But they never, like, the first terrorist attra- attack we see is the one where Happy gets injured. Yeah. We don't see any terrorist attacks before that. So well, they all- show, like, highlight videos of the Mandarin, like, doing random stuff in the Middle East. Kind of. Yeah, in the Middle East. But, but his first terrorist attack in America yeah, is, is of in- Happy. Yeah. Which is kind of lame. Yeah. And so, so you're going through this, and he's some big bad terrorist and a big enemy, but all he does is attack and kill Happy. So now all of a sudden, Happy's injured, and Tony just wants to go off. This and is go where Tony's crazy. like, oh, now it affects me, so it's time for me to finally yeah. do justice. That kind of bugged me. Um, it just wasn't really clear that the Mandarin was a big, big bad guy and a big terrorist. I don't think they established that well enough. Yeah, they were trying to retrofit him into an existing universe. Yeah, so that kind of annoyed me. Um, and then the other thing I noticed that really bugged me before the whole Mandarin thing is they cram a whole movie into an hour. Like, that whole first act in itself is a movie. Yeah, it's, it, there's a lot going because on. Because if you just would have stretched a little bit of that out, you could have had that been a whole movie almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just put way too much in it where it gets almost confusing. At a little times. bit, yeah. Because they're telling a whole movie story in, in 45 minutes almost. Um... And then the Mandarin breakdown kind of happens. Yeah, I hate that part. So when when you're Tony, so for me the movie kind of dies a little bit when he goes and finds the kid. That kind of starts a lot of the plot holes. Like I don't know why he needed to go and investigate and find all this stuff. So he, like, he it's charming, but it just seems unnecessary to me. I don't know if it's unnecessary. It kind of is, I guess, because he could have just like done more investigating on the one that blew up Happy. To get to the same conclusion? Yeah. But do you think he had to find the kid to lead to character development? So the kid kind of led him to get over his PTSD and get over his kind anxiety of, I kind guess. of a little bit? But he was still a pretty big douche to that kid. He was. 
But really, after that, did he have any more anxiety attacks? No. He was pretty clear-headed at that point. Which is kind of weird, because after... So are they saying that the kid was the cure to his anxiety? He didn't need hey, to why don't you just build something? Boy. You know, stuff that you do all the time. <laughs> the little boy just needed to tell him to build stuff, and then his anxiety... Yeah, I, d- I don't get why that just, like, triggered his, his that cure. That was a little weird. And, and then that kind of led to him finding the Mandarin, and then the Mandarin not being the Mandarin. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of realize that. And then later, Eldritch Kindred, Kill, Killian says, I was the Mandarin all oh, along. Darn. And you're supposed to be okay with it because he has some dragon tattoos. Yep, that's, that's, that's all so you that's... need. You're the Mandarin. I have Chinese <laughs> dragons on my chest. Um, the shooting fire thing really bothered me. Yeah, I know. That really did bother you. <laughs> The fact that they could heat themselves up and melt metal is okay, but the fact that they spewed fire is... But you would think if your body got so hot to the spot, pot, spot, part of shooting fire that your whole body would just explode. Well, that's the thing is Aldrich was able to control it because he had the best version of the virus. Because he was the big baddie. Yeah, he's not going to give himself the crappy version okay. he gave all the blowing up people. So here's a... Okay, that makes sense. But if you could shoot fire, why don't you then shoot fire the whole rest of the effing movie? Like every so time you're fighting every time Tony, he's on scene, he's just like, yeah, like the whole time he's fighting Tony. Why didn't he shoot fire? Because he's cocky and he has to monologue. The only time he shot fire was that one time at Rhodey. So then, why in the final fight scene didn't he just shoot fire constantly? I don't know. It was a good gimmick at the time. I don't time. know, Tom. If I had a superpower where I could shoot fire, I'd just be shooting fire all the time. But you're not Aldrich Killing. I'd be like, hey, I need to cook this chicken. Oh. Hey. I need to start my car. I don't Why know. Why would you burn your car to start it? <laughs> you have a coal car? Like a coal powered car? I'd be like, hey, person, I'm pissed at you. And, and now just... you're arrested for assault. <laughs> so if I, had, and if I had to fight another super, a superhero, I would definitely blow Look, fire. Yes, okay, that part, I guess, makes sense. Why he only spewed the fire the one time. I get the monologue. They didn't even explain, like, okay, I can't do that again because I'm going to blow up. They didn't really, like, even... He totally should have spot fire more. I I might have been okay with it if he would have spit fire a little bit more. Okay, but no, just the one. That's it. You just Um, get one. The pepper thing. The pepper thing really bothers me. Oh, pepper was super? I really would have liked it if they just killed pepper. (laughs) Like, at that point... Like, how... How much more character development would you get out of Tony if they kill Pepper? It would have been a lot more, yes. Right, and then and then that would have led perfectly into Silver War and perfectly in Age of Ultron because now you got a super dark kind of on the loose Tony mm-hmm. and somebody who who's one thinks that superheroes need to tell who they are because he caused Pepper's death because he was a superhero. And, like, it just would have made a lot more sense to me. But now, instead, now they're going to have this whole stupid arc where he wants to give up being Iron Man. He doesn't give up being Iron Man. He just realized where it's led him to this part where he's distracted no. No, he gave the up whole time. Iron Man. He blew up all he, the suits. You're just going to interrupt me now? He got, not even his point of me trying okay, to say anything anymore? Sorry. Go ahead. Are you, oh, oh, you sure? I'm angry. Are you, are you, are you sure? I'm just angry. Can I say what I want to yeah, say? Go. Yeah, go. So... Being Iron Man has weighed heavily on him for okay. three movies now, right. and he's missing everything else. And Except that's... for a total of six hours? Yes, a total <laughs> of six hours. You know, if people listen to our podcast, they think, well, we only live, what, two years? Is that, is that what you're saying? We're only two years old? Anywho. Okay, so everything's weighing on him, so he wants to give everything up. He gives away. everything up to start fresh and prioritize the things that are important in his life, and that is okay. Pepper. 
Alright, so Pepper's important in his life. So why can't he be Iron Man, just a simple Iron Man, and Pepper at the same time? He has to clean the slate first. That's what happens in the next time we see him, is he continues being Iron Man. So what He happens... realizes he can't give it up. Okay, that's and then the him and Pepper movie. kind of break up, and then that's why Pepper disappears for seven movies. So we know she disappears for two movies. Until she disappears again at Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Yes. We literally don't see her again until Spider-Man Homecoming. I think she might be an Ultron, but we got to watch that first. I haven't She's seen it not an Ultron, I don't think. I don't think she appears again until Spider-Man Homecoming. We'll, we'll see, because I don't remember Ultron. He I know she's of, not in Civil War, because that's where he mentions that they're on the rocks. He just to her the whole time. Yeah. So, she becomes superhero, and then he doesn't want to be with her anymore. So, how does she get rid of the extremist viruses? Did, did they explain they, that? T- they did, yes. And the whole part we were just babbling on and on about. He's talking about, now that we got Pepper taken care of, maybe there's something I can get to take care of. And that's where they get the shrapnel okay, out of so his they heart. they just easily fix Pepper? Yep. So, they didn't explain that's how they fixed her? He's talking about how he almost figured out how the extremist virus works when he was okay. drunk one night. So, he's going to put his mind together oh, in the okay. sober times. All right. But again... And so then now he just gets yeah. rid of the suit altogether. And that really he bothers up me. all the suits, yes. So you spent three movies Clean building his protocol. character arc and building Iron Man, and then now he just destroys everything before Pepper. For and, Pepper, yes. And then now he doesn't have the arc reactor in his chest anymore. He doesn't need it, no. The only I'm one. pretty sure that later on in the movies we see the arc reactor in his chest. Well, we'll have to find out, and I'm pretty we'll sure you don't. Look. No, that's pretty stupid. Because then how does he, why does, why does he even need to be in the suits then? He doesn't need to be in the suit. So let me, so let me get this straight. How do you use your phone? He could just have all those. Do you cool have a battery in your chest? How does your phone get powered? Oh, it has its own battery. It oh, does. okay. So the suits have their own battery. But he needed to be in the suit because he was the battery and he controlled the suit. Nuh-uh. They were remoted, too. He could remote the suits. Remember? He was in the suits when you remoted it. And he saved okay. the people from falling out of the plane. So Where's the battery then? Did it have its own battery? Do you want to know why? Because each piece of suit has its own battery because it can fly independently and fly back to him. Okay, you're right. Boom. Sheesh, Matthew. I don't know. That whole <laughs> ending just bugged me. I know. And the narrating, it was just too Christmassy. Yes, then, but they explained the narrating thing at the yeah. end. And then the other the other kind of plot hole that you brought up that bugged me was that Eldritch Killian put his fist through the Iron Patriot suit and destroyed it. And then later on, you just see everybody flying around the Iron Patriot suit. So did you come up with a fix to that? or? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. They're Patriot suit. What about it? You brought up that Eldritch Killian put a hole in it. Yes, to tor- to get really to- torso. And then later we just see the suit again. The only thing I could think of is he had his aim people fix it back up before they went. Just in the darkness of the movie that we don't know about. Yeah, it happened between the panels. Isn't that what you call a plot hole? No, it happens between the panels. Oh, okay. All right. It just seems like a pretty big plot hole. I just think it would have been very boring to see a five-minute scene of them. All right, let's fix this suit up. How's the suit? How's the fixed suit? We can't we can't kidnap the president with a suit and a hole in it. You fixing it? Good. Okay. It just takes away from Tony, who's the main character. So the biggest thing I got out. Of, okay, that's all my negative stuff. So do you, that's a lot of negative stuff. Do you have it other than the things I mentioned? Did you have anything that really bothered you? I know you weren't like making a list, but. Um, the Mandarin is really the thing that cheeses me off the most about this movie. Okay. Like, to, he's a very important villain. I know a lot about the lore. And then they just make it just like, boop, he's an actor. Yeah, that's pretty annoying. You know, it annoys me the most about this So movie. now we've talked before about the one shot they show later after Thor Dark World. Mm-hmm. It's that he's in prison and they kind of say that our master didn't like you. 
using his name or whatever, right? Yes. Yeah, so in the the one shot that comes out with Dark World, he just kind of follows Trevor while he's in jail, and he's like a big celebrity. And then they take him into this jail cell where they're interrogating. He's like, our master's not happy to use his name. And they're like, what? And you just hear, like, in the background, like, guns going off and helicopters. Yeah. And then it just ends with this, like... So technically they could bring... They the could very well be a Mandarin in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And uh, since Trevor mentioned that they gave him they gave him plastic surgery and stuff, I'm wondering if they're going to maybe bring back Ben Kingsley to be the real Mandarin. That would be pretty to awesome. To imply that they, they modeled it after the real Mandarin. That would be cool if they did that. Because for me, that's the thing, like I said earlier, that's the thing that ruined the movie most for me. Um, so what about the things that you really liked about the movie? There's a lot of cool suits that he has. I thought those the were The suits fun. are pretty cool. At the end when he's switching mm-hmm. the suits and all the suits. That part like the, a lot the, of fun. the battle scene with the suit switching is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, there's a lot of time when he's not <laughs> Iron Man. There is a lot. You're right. They built him up as Iron Man for three movies now, and he's just Tony most of the movie. I want more Tony most of the movie, and then he's never Iron Man again because he gave it up because he lost Pepper more than the suit. That part didn't have a big issue with. But (laughs) if he was Iron Man for like most of the movie, then gave it up, that'd be okay. But he was well, not a downtime in this movie. So essentially, this is the Dark Knight Rises of this trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) Except Tony doesn't claim to die. They assumed he's died. Jarvis doesn't found him, find no, him in France, he's in France somewhere, S- sipping wine with the girl, the PTSD girl who blew yeah. up. Yep. <laughs> if anything, it should have been like the female doctor that got shot. That's who it should have been. Um, or Pepper. I really enjoy the scene where they blow up the house at the beginning. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. Where the missile comes and then he puts the suit on Pepper that and stuff really like cool. that. Saved her life by putting zoop, suit yeah. on her. That was really good. Um, a lot of good Easter eggs in this one. Mm-hmm. A lot of like rocks on top. Yep, didn't realize that until we got to that. The aim stuff was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned there's a man thing, the man thing reference. Yeah, so one of the extremist people is someone who's in the, a major character in the man thing comics. Um, I'm sure there's a ton more Easter eggs that we missed. Too. Yeah. Is there anything else like noteworthy that you really like? That well, I still like the the how. The events of Avengers affected him. He had the PTSD, so it's still connected into the greater universe where he's worried about intergalactic events and things yeah, like that. Somebody brings up Thor yeah. in it. I think someone brings up Hulk, too, at one point. Well, the and then you it. see Hulk at the end of the credits Ruffalo's scene. Well, you've yeah. seen Ruffalo in it. Um, they kind of imply that he was narrating the whole events to Bruce Banner at the end. Yeah. Did you... Um, I don't remember what I was going to ask you. I was asking, I was asking if you liked the boy. I don't know what why that matters. The boy that he the hangs little boy. Out with it? Yeah, I don't know why yeah, I was going to ask that yeah, question. I don't like where, <laughs> where that question's going. <laughs> oh, that was a big another problem I had that I didn't write a note about. That's what I was getting at. The suit. The the, the Iron Man suit has to weigh like what? At least like three hundred pounds. pounds. Yeah. And they show him the suit dies down, so then he drags the suit, and then he's picking the suit up and carrying it. There's no way he would have that much energy. I don't to know. He's strong. He, he was he was doing pull ups when Pepper was talking to the suit. He was, he's, they should have shown a scene like in Dark Knight Rises where uh, he's just lifting weights yeah. and throwing tires and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. Do you think Christopher Nolan just modeled Dark Knight Rises after this movie? Yeah. 
<laughs> Didn't this come out after that, though? I don't think so. I think Dark Knight Rises came out first. All right. No, Dark Knight Rises came after Iron Man 3. You sure? Yeah. I'll look it up. Dark Knight Rises came out in 2014. This came out in 2013. Because really, we could probably make a lot of comparisons that this is almost the exact same movie. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> it's pretty darn close. It's a revenge-driven plot. Yeah. Uh, he he. Well, he gives up giving. Ba- he gives up being Batman at the end of Dark Knight Rises. 2012 Dark Knight Rises came out. Really? Mm-hmm. No way. It says right here: Christian Bale, Tom Hardy, 2012. That's crazy. And you were right. You're usually right. I should get used to I know. To I don't know why. You always have to challenge me, bro. Put my throat down. So, overall, for, like, ratings of this movie, um, so usually we give what we love, what we, well, what we hate, what we love about it, yeah. and then we kind of give an overall rating. Yeah. Last episode, we released, we gave an overall ranking of our movies, which this week on our Facebook page... Yeah, drop uh, at Deep Fried Geeks. I'm gonna be list uh, give release our official lists of where we're ra- ranking the movies at. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you had to rank this movie in the your list so far of the seven, you don't movies? have to relist all seven. But where would this be in that spot? It is seven. It's seven. Yeah, it's seven for me too. Um, and that's saying a lot because I didn't remember much about Incredible Hulk. And I like Incredible Hulk more in this movie. Because they didn't like build up the Incredible Hulk's villains and they're just like, oh, they're not real. Abomination yeah. was <laughs> fake. Um, and they, they just try, it's, they To me, they made the classic mistake in a superhero movie. Which is? Putting too much shit in it. Yeah. There was a lot in it. Once you try to cram too much stuff in it, too much storyline, too many characters, too many villains, too many heroes, it just gets too cluttered. And, and usually Mar- these Marvel Studios movies can do it wonderfully. We saw it in The Avengers. We saw mm-hmm. it in Civil War. Not so much Age of Ultron. But... That's because the thing is, like, you had all these people fighting one person. And then, then that's what happened in Age of Ultron, is they're fighting Ultron. But Ultron's not really the big bad guy. It's, oh, now mm-hmm. we got to deal with all these Infinity Stones. And what does that imply? And like, oh, wait, oh yeah, Ultron. Yeah, yep. They pulled, them, they pulled the focus off of Ultron... And on to somebody else, and, and that's where I lost it. Lost it for yeah. me. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, where would you rank Iron Man three at star rating? Star rating, I give it a five. Five. I don't remember what, what did I give Hulk. You gave it a six, I think seven. I gave Hulk a six. Yeah. You were allowed to give Iron Man less than five. <laughs> you will not upset me. I don't know if I want to give it less because, like. There's parts that I like There's about parts it. There's parts that's a good movie. It's got great animation, and things stuff. like that. But just the whole. Uh, I think I think I'll give the same exact rating. Okay. I think a five. I give a five too. Five tops. It's definitely at a seven. Uh, I don't know what movie might be worse than this for me. Maybe Age of Ultron was pretty cringy at points, but I I I think this might be the lowest. Yeah. I don't remember much about Thor, Thor Dark World either. I, only I don't either. Too. So what's on our next stop, Tom? I think it's literally Thor Dark World. Oh. <laughs> so phase two starts off kind of rough. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best so far. <laughs> it's got Winter Soldier in it, which is pretty your favorite movie. You've said that many a time. Winter Soldier is, yeah. 
and and I might change my opinion. But as but I loved Winter Soldier. Um, it really continues the whole bromance series, yep. which we kind of realized when we watched Captain America and we put together that the Captain America trilogy is it's just a all love story about, about a love story. The Captain Bucky, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is, it is completely. Um, so, if you want to find out more, follow us or see more things on our road to Infinity War. Uh, we've been doing a lot of fun stuff for it, posting things on social media and pictures and whatnot. You can check all this stuff out, Tom. Where, where can they check? What whatever social media tags are they? We have Instagram. Yes, Deep Fried, Fried Geeks. Geeks. Yep. Twitter at Deep Fried Geeks. Mm-hmm. Facebook. Deep Fried Geeks. Deep Fried Geeks. Boom. 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 That's all of our social media accounts. You can also email us at deepfriedgeeks at gmail dot com if you want to talk to us. That's a direct line to us that we can chat with you on. I mean, it's not like they're going through some... I mean, are you saying like Facebook goes through Zuckerberg and then us? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. If they want a private communication with us without Donald Trump's eyes on it. Yeah, but the Google people it. see it. So they could also message us on Facebook. There too, you go. But, just get like random packages in the mail. <laughs> oh That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, I hope they are like food or something. Um, this one's ticking. And... And uh, as always, you can download us on any of your podcasting apps, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, iTunes, uh, iTunes is preferred method. If you have an iPhone, download on there. Remember, if you are on iTunes, listen to us, please subscribe, hit that subscribe button. You can also find us on YouTube. We have some videos there you can subscribe to. That's right. But leave us a review on iTunes. The more you leave us reviews on Facebook, iTunes, stuff like that, the more we can get noticed, more people check us out. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. Tom, Matt. Uh, are you ready for next week? On I our think so. Dark World stop. I think it'll be better than this week. That's for sure. All right, let's. Okay. Uh, all right, guys. We'll see yeah, you next week. Hopes. Hey, Tom. Hey, Matt. Keep calm and, and the plot on. Plot on. <laughs>